Welcome to another edition of Bud's Corner. This is Robert Bud Lundberg uh, spinning for you some of the great records of the 1930s and 1940s, occasionally some earlier records, and maybe some later ones, as long as they're in the mainstream and swing. Tonight, our featured artist is going to be the great trumpeter Bernard Bunny Berrigan. We'll try to follow his uh, career, some of these his great recordings and his life filled with triumph and tragedy. Bunny Berrigan was born in Fox Lake, Wisconsin in 1908. He died at the age of 33 in 1942. In between that time he became perhaps the best known trumpeter of the uh, swing era and rivaled only in popularity perhaps by Louis Armstrong himself. Berrigan has often been compared with uh, Bix Beiderbecke. Berrigan is perhaps a de decade later. Uh, their careers, in a sense, were the same. They both died young. Both were brilliant during their, uh, their lifetime. But Berrigan's style was more that of Louis Armstrong than it was Beiderbecke. By uh, the year 1925, he was a full-time musician. In 1930, uh, he had his first uh, job with a big band. That was with the Hal Kemp Orchestra, which was quite popular at that time. And here is his first recording with the Kemp Orchestra. The title is Them Their Eyes. <laughs> in love with you the first time I looked into them, their eyes. You've got a certain little cute way of flirting with them, their eyes. They make me feel happy. They make me blue. No stalling. I'm falling. Going in a big way for sweet little you. My heart is jumping. You sure started something with them, their eyes. You'd better watch them if you're wise. They sparkle, they bubble, they're gonna get you in a whole lot of trouble. You're overworking them, there's danger lurking in them, their eyes.
arrangement seems rather dated at this time, but uh, in it, Berrigan certainly serves notice on the world that uh, he is one of the coming uh, trumpet players uh, that is going to be uh, great in the uh, years to come. By the year 1934, Berrigan was in New York and uh, jobbing around with uh, many of the uh, greats of the music world who had not quite made it at that time. Benny, uh, Benny Goodman, Tommy, the Dorsey brothers, and many others. Glenn Miller were around there the same way. The uh, big band era had not yet begun, uh, but uh, these men, along with Berrigan, had already gained their spurs and recognition as fine musicians. A good many records were made during those times of, with small groups. Uh, one of them is one that Berrigan made with the Boswell sisters. This is 1932. The Boswell sisters were the first singing group who really revo revolutionized close harmony uh, in singing. Connie Boswell, uh, probably along with Mildred Bailey, were the two first white female singers that really understood the jazz uh, idiom. On this group are Tommy and Jimmy Dorsey, Dick McDonough, along with Berrigan. This is Everybody Loves My Baby, the Boswell Sisters, the trumpet solo is by Bunny Berrigan. <laughs> As a king, feeling good and everything, just like a bird in a spring. Got ladies out, it's my sweetie, can't you guess? While the bottom I'll confess, does he love me? That's why I shout. Everybody loves my baby, but my baby don't love nobody but me. Nobody but me. Now everybody wants my baby, but my baby don't want nobody but me. That's plain to see. That's why everybody loves my baby, but my baby don't love nobody but me. Nobody but me. Um, Bonnie Berrigan, Everybody Loves My Baby with the Boswell Sisters, the uh, vocal solo by uh, Connie Boswell herself. In 1934, uh, Berrigan made another record. He was making a good many of them during this period of time. These were studio pickups, pickup groups. The Dorsey brothers are on this. The uh, leader is Paul Hamilton, whom I uh, failed to uh, find out who he is at all, but the number is She Reminds Me of You, and of course, the trumpet solo by Bunny Berrigan. ¶¶ 
like you, she talks like you, the pretty little things just the way you do. So I fell in love with her because she reminds me of you. She pouts like you, she doubts like you, always keeps on telling me that I'm untrue. So I fell in love with her because she reminds me of you. Time and time I called by your name And our love I never have denied But said if I loved her half as much as I loved you She'd be satisfied She sighs like you, she cries like you May she never tell those little lies like you For I fell in love with her Because she reminds me of you Of interest, the saxophone was by uh, Jimmy Dorsey. Through this period, uh, Berrigan continued to record in New York with uh, various groups. One that is interesting again in 1934 is made with Frank Trumbauer. Trumbauer was an associate of uh, Big Spiderbeck, played with him on many of the records. He played a C melody sax, which is different than almost anybody else um, does. The uh, record, in fact, uh, Trumbauer seems a little dated at the time, but he uh, swings well, and Berrigan gives evidence that there is nothing outdated about him. This is Frank Trumbauer's uh, pickup group orchestra, 1934. The tune is Troubled.
Berrigan, like Louis Armstrong, was possessed of a great physique. He was de deep chested, had strong lungs, an iron lip, great, and great control of his instrument. He had a big, fat tone, still mellow. Uh, John Chilton, who uh, author of the book Who's Who in Jazz, uh, states that uh, in that era only Armstrong could surpass Berrigan in the uh, in the technique uh, and style that he had. Berrigan continued in the 30s with uh, small groups before the uh, big band era really got off. This is a 1935 recording with Glenn Miller in his orchestra. It's interesting because this is not the Glenn Miller Orchestra. Uh, Glenn Miller is uh, leading a pickup group, which includes some of the finest uh, uh, musicians in New York. Charlie Spivak, Jack Jenny, Johnny Mintz, Eddie Miller, Claude Thornhill are in the record along with uh, uh, Berrigan and, of course, Glenn Miller. This is Berrigan was uh, with the original Benny Goodman Orchestra that played for the uh, Camel Caravan Show in New York in 1934 uh, and 35, and which went on tour in 1935, uh, ending at their uh, triumphant uh, uh, date at the Palomar Ballroom in Los Angeles, which we generally associate with the beginning of the big band era. The uh, power and grace of Berrigan's trumpet can be seen on the Benny Goodman Orchestra arrangement of King Porter Stomp. This is 1935. King Porter Stomp is a, actually a Jelly Roll Morton uh, tune. The arrangement is by Fletcher Henderson, who gave uh, uh, 
Goodman those great arrangements which made the orchestra uh, popular. Uh, the number requires a strong opening trumpet lead as he leads the band in. This is Benny Goodman's orchestra, Bunny Berrigan on trumpet, King Porter Stomp. It is interesting that almost any time he plays, Berrigan takes command of the orchestra. Other soloists uh, uh, fit in, slide along with the orchestra, but when uh, Berrigan takes over, the whole orchestra seems to be sublimated to what he is doing. And uh, uh, it's, it was evident there in King Porter, especially in, the, uh, uh, in his uh, second course. During Berrigan's brief stay with Goodman, because he left the Goodman Orchestra at the end of the Palomar uh, engagement in 1935, uh, but during that time he made several great recordings. Probably the greatest of all is Sometimes I'm Happy. It's said that um, Berrigan was a gambler and a daredevil, and he certainly was that on trumpet. He would try anything, uh, go for the... Uh, high note, he had the great physique and command to do it. Sometimes he muffed it, but most of the time he made it. Uh, his uh, solo on Sometimes I'm Happy is, is uh, one of the great classics of the uh, uh, big band era. This is Benny Goodman, 1935, Sometimes I'm Happy. <laughs> ¶¶ 
it is said that the essence of all jazz is improvisation. Certainly when you hear Berrigan uh, take a solo, he is adding something into the into that piece of music, which is very definitely his own. Uh, it is like a, a small gem of a poem inserted into, uh, uh, into a greater work. Uh, every uh, solo that he takes has his individual stamp. Well, following uh, his leaving the Goodman Orchestra, he was back in New York doing studio work, playing in Broadway shows, all of which uh, he was in much demand uh, uh, for doing and uh, which was and uh, uh, Berrigan was soon to do so. In the meantime, he made uh, some more records with uh, uh, musicians in and around New York. Uh, this one was uh, made in 1935 with Bud Freeman and his Windy City Five. Freeman is the old uh, uh, Chicago uh, saxophonist, generally associated with Eddie Conan and the Dixielanders. Uh, the Record has uh, Claude Thornhill, Condon, Cozy Cole in, a, in it, uh, along with uh, uh, Berrigan. The name is The Buzzard.
That was uh, the uh, Bud Freeman Windy City Five uh, band, a pickup group playing the buzzard. Still jobbing around New York in 1935, uh, Berrigan made one side with Billy Holiday, which I just had to include. Artie Shaw is the clarinetist on the uh, uh, in the group. It's a uh, Tin Pan Alley tune that uh, uh, never got very far, but. Uh, Billy Holiday and Bunny make it into a classic. This is 1935, Did I Remember? Uh, Billy Holiday with Buddy Berrigan, Did I Remember? Well, by 1937, Berrigan had his big band about ready to go. But before they went on the road, he joined the Tommy Dorsey Orchestra for a short time and during that period made two of the memorable records in all uh, jazz, especially the swing band era. They were Marie and Song of India, both uh, uh, especially Marie, a uh, rather common Irving Berlin tune. It uh, motors along without much happening, has a Jack Leonard vocal. Leonard was the uh, uh, forerunner of uh, Frank Sinatra in the orchestra. But uh, following the Leonard solo, Berrigan comes in. And if there ever was a solo that is improvisation, uh, uh, this is it. He changes the tempo, the key, uh, everything uh, is sublimated to the Berrigan solo, one of the great uh, moments of jazz. This is 1937, Bunny Berrigan with Tommy Dorsey, Marie.
heart story. Tommy Dorsey's Marie. An interesting thing is that um, the uh, Marie was so successful that Tommy Dorsey later made a recording of Who along the same lines. By this time, Berrigan was gone, and his place had been taken by Pee Wee Irwin, who is a fine and was a fine trumpet player at the time, uh, died recently. Um, Pee Wee Irwin tells a story that when they came to record Who, it was some months, only some months after the Marie recording, and uh, Irwin sa uh, uh, found that out that they were in the same studio, so he asked the technicians where Berrigan stood for his solo. They pointed to the spot some fully 30 feet from the microphone. Irwin shook his head and moved five big steps forward to take his solo on Who. When, these, uh, when Marie came out, it was on a 10-inch 78 RPM record, and on the other side of it was the Song of India. Uh, and they made one of the po most popular records that uh, Dorsey ever made. Uh, Berrigan solos again, uh, Tommy Dorsey and Bud Freeman uh, also solo. Notice that uh, as great as Dorsey and Freeman were, they are just completely overshadowed by the Berrigan solo. This is Song of India, Berrigan with Tommy Dorsey in 1937.
Tommy Dorsey's Song of India, with Bunny Berrigan on trumpet. By 1937, later in the year, Berrigan had his own orchestra going. Uh, it was a fine group. It gelled uh, a little uh, slowly. Berrigan was not what you would call a, a good band leader. It is said that he loved music but hated the music business. Uh, he was not a disciplinarian of his men, but he had a group of good men. They loved him because uh, uh, they know, knew the quality of the music that he produced. Early uh, on in the career of the, uh, of the band, they recorded the most famous number and Berrigan's most famous number, I Can't Get Started. This is in 1937. It is an unforgettable for performance, romantic, beautiful, with charm and vulnerability. The performance is a concerto, showing what a trumpeter with imagination, daring, and impeccable command of his instrument can do. The solo is really an athletic feat, a supreme test of musicianship and emotional strength. One of the great records of the swing era. Bunny Berrigan and his orchestra, I Can't Get Started. Thank you. 
Tony Berrigan in what many critics call the greatest recording of the swing band era. I can't get started. The Berrigan Orchestra, starting in 1937, had fair success, uh, but in many ways the good bookings and so on eluded them. They always had money trouble. Uh, Berrigan was not a manager. Uh, he did not uh, like money matters, did not pay enough attention to those things, uh, but his uh, sidemen loved him. There is one story where the band was unpaid for some six weeks and had to go to the musicians' union uh, to get paid. When they did, what did they do with the money? They loaned it to Bunny to get the band going again. As the band played on, uh, Berrigan's health began to deteriorate. He knew only one way to live, and that was uh, like a race car driver with uh, his foot all the way down on the foot feet. He lived that way, he played that way, uh, he, uh, um, he drank too much, he stayed out too late, slept too little, slept only when he was exhausted. If there was a jam session anywhere, you could find Bunny there, even though uh, there may be, uh, uh, he may have played a date and it may be very late. And uh, it finally took its toll. He was in the hospital um, for a time, went out with uh, uh, warnings from the doctor that he had to quit playing and had to take a rest. There was no way that uh, a Bunny Berrigan can do this. So he went back, fronted his orchestra, and in 1942 he was dead. One of his uh, later, rec one of his recordings of that time is an Armstrong recording of uh, Mahogany Hall Stomp. Just to uh, conclude for a moment about his life, to show the respect that uh, he had, uh, Benny Goodman took his band to finish out the contracts that Berrigan had. Uh, Berrigan had no money. Tommy Dorsey uh, paid for his funeral. This is um, Buddy Berrigan uh, playing the Louis Armstrong version of Mahogany Hall Stop.
guess our time is about up. This is Bud's Corner. Bud Lundberg bringing to you the uh, music of the 30s and 40s. Tonight we heard Bunny Berrigan. Uh, I might just mention that uh, at the time of his death, he was just 33 years of age. And of course, that's why many people uh, compare him to Big Spiderbeck and others who uh, flashed across the sky like a meteor, died young, but uh, left us uh, a great heritage. Uh, next week, we're going to uh, feature the great Duke Ellington alto saxophonist Johnny Hodges. In rounding out April, in the last Sunday, uh, we'll have those famous sides made in the late 1930s by Billie Holiday and Teddy Wilson. It's been my pleasure to uh, bring you these recordings. And remember, each week at this time, swings the thing. <laughs>